It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's been a lot of talk about how the San Francisco Giants farm system has taken steps backward or that it's not nearly as good as would, you know, we would have hoped at this point under this new front office. But hey, coming into the year, baseball prospectus last year actually had the Giants ranked second in Major League Baseball, and they just put out their top 100 prospects list. And guess what? There's a couple of Giants in the top 20. So we're going to get into baseball prospectuses top 101 next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide episodes actually three days a week for now, back to five when pitchers and catchers report in like three weeks, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. And coming up on today's show, as I said, uh, baseball prospectus, which, you know, if the Giants are looking for optimism in the prospect ranking world uh, about their own farm system, baseball prospectus to the rescue here, they don't get talked about as much, right? We, We focus more on like MLB Pipeline and Baseball America. But somehow baseball prospectus kind of goes under the radar. My understanding of baseball prospectus is they're a little bit more like scientific and a little bit less like just pure scouting. And it's maybe more based on like the underlying the the, the statistics of the players or some of the underlying numbers thanks to, you know, stat cast data and all that. And so honestly, look, we're going to go through some past rankings and look at where some giants were and how some players were not on these lists and some guys who in general in baseball were like top 10 prospects and what happened to them. And just to, to kind of prove a point that these rankings are not a perfect science by any means. But I put significant weight, not a ton of weight into any of these rankings, but into baseball perspectives, they're definitely a legit source. And so without further delay, I'm just going to give you uh, who are those top 20 prospects I alluded to. Well, Baseball Prospectus has Marco Luciano ranked as the number 18 prospect in baseball still. We'll see when we go through some past years that he, according to BP, Baseball Prospectus, he was a top 10 prospect. It may have been last year, according to their rankings. So he falls here to number 18, but that's obviously not a bad place to fall for a 21-year-old who has yet to appear in double A, right? I think he debuted in the postseason for double A, but back issue, a back issue, kind of limited him last year. Otherwise, he would have gotten to double A sooner. He started off really well, uh, and then he had a back injury, came back after quite a bit of time missed, and then he wasn't quite the same for the rest of the season. But, you know, falling to number 18, not a bad 
you know, not a bad ranking here for Luciano. And Kyle Harrison also comes in as a top 20 prospect here, according to Baseball Prospectus. I don't think he was even in the top 10. I said top 100 earlier. They actually do a top 101. So we'll look and see where were Giants in past years. But Harrison comes in at number 20. Uh, so two top 20 prospects, according to Baseball Prospectus. And not every team can boast that. They're certainly... You know, you look through and you see there's like a ton of Dodgers in the top 101. Uh, but hey, another giant does slip into the top 101 here. And it's Casey Schmidt at number, where is he? Casey Schmidt at number 94. And what's exciting about this, I would say, is that both Harrison and Schmidt have a really good chance to debut in 2023. It's very unlikely that we're going to see Marco Luciano in 2023 in the major leagues, but kind of a realistic case for Luciano. Hopefully he does well in double A and we could see him get to triple A by the end of the season. If everything goes right, it's not out of the question that he could debut at some point in 2023 in the majors, but the more realistic kind of likely path for him is that he spends almost all of the season in double A. And then if he does well, maybe gets a promotion to triple A and then he would enter 2024, obviously as being right on the doorstep of the major leagues, kind of the point that Kyle Harrison is at now in that Harrison started the year in high A and Luciano was on this track to then go to double A, but then the back injury. But for Harrison, started the year in high A, just completely dominated. His strikeout rate was literally 50%. He struck out half of every single batter he faced in high A. And then he was promoted to double A where he made 18 starts in the regular season and made uh, I believe at least one postseason start there. So he's got a lot of experience now in double A and he probably starts in triple A and then we're likely to see Kyle Harrison pretty early on in 2023. Looking back at these comments that Farhan Zaidi made like at the GM meetings, I think it was, talking about Kyle Harrison, he basically said, as soon as there's a need at the major league level, we hope that it's Kyle Harrison who's ready to take the call there and come up to the major leagues. And so they have starting pitching depth, but there's always a need. Like guys go down, underperformance happens, and they view Harrison as a guy who's going to be one of those first guys to get an opportunity. And he's 21 years old. He is, according to MLB Pipeline, what what I like to do with these ranking is, rankings is kind of look at different rankings and see kind of where do they average where are is everybody this high on Kyle Harrison or is it just one outlet etc but as we'll see from past rankings there's some notable omissions from players who went on to be really good players for the Giants but I don't know we're gonna see Kyle Harrison Casey Schmidt uh also made it he made it to triple a he had a handful of at bats in triple a so both Harrison and Schmidt are probably going to start the season in triple a and therefore they're very likely to make their major league debuts in 2023. Obviously, I think Harrison is more likely, but I wouldn't be surprised at all by seeing Casey Schmidt at some point, uh, perhaps even relatively early in 2023. When we look at the Giants' projected infield, there's definitely some defensive questions at various spots. David VR, I think, is going to get an opportunity, like a real opportunity, but if he struggles... Then and Casey Schmidt is tearing it up in AAA, you could easily see a flip-flop. You could see VR options. He has those minor league options and Casey Schmidt perhaps added to the major league roster. And so I think it's funny, like 
the pessimism has grown louder and louder about the state of the farm system, but I think there's reason to be more optimistic now than there has been in quite some time, simply because some of these higher end guys are finally getting closer to that major league level. And, you know, Luciano, not quite, but in Harrison specifically, he's got front of the rotation type of upside. And so I can't wait to see that in 2023, potentially early in the season. So coming up in just a minute, I want to look back at some past rankings, look at who were guys that were considered to be the top prospects in the game and see kind of what is the hit rate on these rankings and also see who are the Giants top prospects and how has that panned out for these specific players as we go back year by year. So stay tuned for that in just a minute. But before we get into it, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here and your San Francisco 49ers are a big part of it. And look, at Lockdown, we're really excited about our new sports betting partner because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com dot com slash locked on FanDuel has your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads and player props plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay and one of the odds and kind of lines I'm looking at right now is hey your San Francisco 49ers who move on to the NFC championship game coming up at Philadelphia and I don't know, maybe I'm just a homer, but the Niners as underdogs plus 120, I think I'm taking that bet. And it's one of my favorites when I'm checking out FanDuel today. So uh, do it on the app. Check it out on the app, which is secure, safe, and super easy to use. Football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, as promised here on Locked on Giants, we are going to continue looking at some of these past rankings. It's um, so far, Baseball Prospectus and Baseball America have come out with their top 100 prospects rankings. And for Baseball America, it was only Marco Luciano and Kyle Harrison appearing in the top 100, and they weren't ranked this highly. They were in like the 30s or even 40s. And I don't know, that where I go with this is saying, well, what kind of success rate do these rankings have? It's funny. It's kind of not something that gets talked about about very often. We're so kind of numbers oriented and especially on the show, right? And that's, I guess, why I'm looking at it from this lens. But you see these rankings come out. How often are they anything close to correct about ranking the order of how talented these players are? How good are they going to be in the future? And we're going to look at some who were some giants in past years who are on here, and there's going to be some notable omissions. Thanks for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow, 
It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, yes, let's look back at last year's rankings. Actually, I have 2021 pulled up. What am I doing? 2022, last year's rankings. Who were the Giants on this list? SFG is what I need to search for. So, yes, as I said, Marco Luciano ranked number nine uh, as a Giants prospect. Luis Matos uh, came in at number 30. Remember, like I said, last coming into 2022, Baseball Prospectus, I think, had the Giants ranked second overall in terms of their farm system. And other rankings had them like 15th. So it who do you trust? And are do you trust any of them? That's kind of the question I have when I look through things like this. Uh, coming in at 53 was Joey Bart. Coming in at 83 was Jairo Pomares. And that was actually, no, that wasn't it. There was one more. And it was Kyle Harrison at number 92. So it just shows you what one season can do. You can move from number 92 to 90 to, to number 20, having a good season. And then let's look at who are the top 10 type of guys. You know, when we go back just to last year, some of these guys are, most of these guys are still unproven. And so it's going to be more interesting to look at, like in 2018, who did they consider the top 10 prospects in the game? But you know, Bobby Witt Jr. was number one, Adley Rutschman, number two, Julio Rodriguez, number three, Spencer Torkelson, number four. There's our first like major, not bust, but Spencer Torkelson had a very difficult season in uh, 2022 as a rookie. But it's going to get more interesting when we go back to other years. So going back to the 2021 preseason rankings, the Giants, let's see, we got a search for Giants here. And the uh, Marco Luciano was the top Giants prospect coming in at number eight. Uh, coming in at number 29 was Joey Bart. Number 32 was Elliot Ramos and 75 Hunter Bishop. So Bishop's kind of prospect shine has worn off after some difficult seasons after he was the Giants first round pick in uh, 2019. And but when we look at, OK, for example, Elliot Ramos ranked 32nd, we can see that Another player who's ranked behind him is Corbin Carroll, ranked 34th of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Corbin Carroll was, by many accounts, in like midseason prospect updates in 2022, the number one prospect in baseball. And so just two years ago, Elliot Ramos was considered a better prospect by baseball prospectus than the guy who, in those two years, went on to be considered the number one prospect in the game. And so that just goes to show you that these specific rankings and Joey Bart ahead of this Corbin Carroll as well. And I don't know, Elliot Ramos as the 32nd best prospect. Now that's he's not appearing on anybody's top 100 after he had a very, very difficult season in 2022. Really, really struggled in AAA. So, you know, you project to the majors and it doesn't, you know, you don't know what you're not expecting improvement upon being promoted there. So going back to the 2019, are these 2019? I'm looking at 2019 when I meant to look at 2020. If we look at the 2020 rankings and search for Giants, we're going to see Marco Luciano again. He's consistently by BP ranking in like the top 20, basically. And they had him at number uh, 14 in Preseason 2020 rankings. Number 25 was Joey Bart. Number 34, again, Elliot Ramos, around that same spot there. By the way, there's Bobby Witt Jr. when I look up uh, at number 29. So Elliot Ramos, not far removed from being ranked with a guy who then went on to be number one. 
Hunter Bishop was number 68. And then when we look at 2019, we're going to see that the the only two prospects here that the Giants had in the top 100 were Joey Bart and Elliot Ramos. Joey Bart at number 41. Number 40 here, Pete Alonso, who went on to be just kind of a superstar first baseman for the New York Mets. And Elliot Ramos, number 87. And I also wanted to be looking at some of the top 10s from these lists. So let's look at the 2019 top 10 prospects. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., number one. And I think that has proved to be a good ranking. He has gone on to be like a star level player. But Joe Adele coming in at number two, he has been a total bust so far in the major leagues. Fernando Tatis Jr. here ranked at number three. That's a good call, although he probably belonged ahead of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Eloy Jimenez, number four, is a solid one. But then you've got a Victor Robles at number five, who's been a bust. And then at number six, Keston Hira, another guy who's been a bust. Number seven, Forrest Whitley, another guy who's been a bust. Number eight, Royce Lewis has dealt with a lot of injuries and just generally hasn't performed up to expectations. Nick Senzel at number nine has been a bust. Number 10, Wander Franco went on to be the by far top prospect in the game just a year or two later and definitely has not been a bust. But then you look at, you know, Bo Bichette at number 12, Kyle Tucker at number 14, Nick Madrigal at number 15, Mitch Keller at 18, Alex Verdugo at 19, Francisco Mejia at number 20. You're just seeing a large miss rate on prospects, even guys who are considered top five, top 10 prospects in the game. It's just... When you say when a when a publication comes out and says this is the order in which they're ranked, it just they're not accurate very often. And I'm not criticizing the publication. I'm criticizing how diff- I'm making a point about how difficult it is to evaluate prospects and really truly rank them. And these publications, it's funny we don't see them like held accountable or like not held accountable, but. I, w- I think it would be interesting to do some kind of after the fact looking at which ones ended up being the most accurate with their rankings. Uh, looking at 2020 preseason, like I said, Wander Franco moved up to number one overall. Adley Rutschman at number two. Julio Rodriguez, number three. Those are some three solid ones, it looks like. But then you've got a Sixto Sanchez at number four, who's been good when he's been on the field, but has been hurt. Ian Anderson at number five has not lived up to those lofty expectations. Jared Kelnick at number six, he was considered like an uber prospect, but has totally struggled with the Seattle Mariners. Key Brian Hayes at number seven, solid. Bobby Witt at number nine. Luciano was number eight here. CJ Abrams, number 10. Mackenzie Gore, 11. Number 12, Nick Madrigal. And a lot of these guys, it just hasn't worked out that way. And so Kristen Pache at number 18, on and on. So let's look at 2018. This is the last year I was going to look. But for the Giants, it's just Elliot Ramos at number 61. And so if your only top 100 guy is Elliot Ramos, then you've got some problems, although he was considered a better prospect than he is obviously now. But looking at what was the top 10, Ronald Acuna Jr., that's a good one. Victor Robles, number two, like I mentioned earlier, total bust. Glaber Torres at number three. He's been a good player, but not a superstar. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at number four, solid. Francisco Mejia at number five has not lived up to those expectations at all. Eloy Jimenez, again, solid, but 
not a superstar. Nick Senzel at number seven, bust so far. Alex Reyes at number eight, largely a bust, but injuries have been a big part of that. Forrest Whitley at number 10. So anyway, you get the point. The point is that these are hard to do. And so you might also have noticed that who are some certain players on the Giants who maybe are missing from these rankings? At any point, did I mention Logan Webb? I did not, because he was never considered a top 100 prospect, at least by baseball prospectus. I don't recall any publication having Logan Webb as a top 100 prospect. And I he's better than most guys who came in in the top 10 at any point. There's certainly some superstars like Tatis and Guerrero Jr. and all those guys, but plenty of them proved to be busts. And guys like Logan Webb, Camilo Doval are better than a lot of the guys who were in super highly ranked. And so that just goes to prove my point. A lot of guys can develop and be better than you expect and than are ranked. Anyway, coming up in just a minute, we'll wrap up this conversation and look ahead specifically specifically to that third base position, which I just think is going to be extremely interesting to watch third and first for the Giants after finally kind of turning the page on some veterans in Evan Longoria and Brandon Belt. So we'll look at the David VR, Casey Schmidt type situation in just a minute. But before we do. All right. As promised, I want to just briefly touch on the third base situation because another young player, you know, we've discussed Marco Luciano and how I think he's a couple of years away. We've discussed Kyle Harrison and how he's on the doorstep of the majors. We haven't spent as much time talking about Casey Schmidt, and that's kind of where I want to look now. And also, I just want to mention like Joey Bart and Elliot Ramos. So Bart is obviously in the majors. I'm not calling him a bust at this point, but clearly like at by some rankings he was at times considered a guy himself in the top 10 and he hasn't lived up to that right he was the number two overall draft pick he still is just 26 years old and I don't want to make declarations about how the rest of his career is going to go but I do think the mentality like starting in 2023 We've all heard the younger and more athletic and all that. And I really think that we're going to start to see a little bit more of that in 2023 and that we're going to see Joey Bart continue to get his opportunities. Like right now, (laughs) behind Joey Bart, they don't have much. And so Joey Bart is clearly being given an opportunity here to just continue to prove himself. And then I think they're going to give an opportunity to David VR. I think you're going to see, you know, Logan Webb continue to be a young, homegrown, front of the rotation type of arm. And then you're going to potentially see another one get an opportunity in Kyle Harrison, someone who might even have a higher ceiling than Webb. And then you're going to see a young stud reliever like Camilo Duvall continue to develop. And you're going to see, I think, more young relievers like Cole Waits, Thomas Zapucky, RJ Dabovich, and others get opportunities here. And then at third base, like I said, David BR is going to get an opportunity. So a lot of these guys are like in their mid-20s at the latest. And so you are going to start to see some young talent on the Giants. And I think that's kind of what they've been missing uh, when we've looked at them these last couple of years or specifically last year. Like old, boring, unathletic were a lot of words that got thrown around with this team. And so I think you are going to see some young guys get an opportunity. And that's, I personally, I'm excited because I think about uh, the 20, 2010 Giants the World Series runs, 
the core of it all was homegrown young talent, right? In Posey, Lincecum, Kane, Bumgarner, Sandoval. Uh, and I think that some of that potentially, like, even if they prove to not be able to reach expectations, at least they're going to get that opportunity. And I look forward to that because I think it's time to really, really turn the page to hopefully a new wave of young talent. And so David VR comes to mind immediately for me in this regard, because, I mean, he just killed it in AAA this year. Uh, unbelievable numbers, 27 home runs, 404 on base, 617 slugging in just 84 games, 27 homers in AAA, and then nine homers in the majors in 52 games. And he's going to get an opportunity at third base. And like I said, if it doesn't work out, he has minor league options. And then a guy like Casey Schmidt, who is just known as being a plus plus defender and hit well, like not just a glove, right? I think there's a lot of potential in that bat as well. And he had a very good season with the bat in 2022. Like Kyle Harrison, started in high A, dominated there, went to double A, and played in just 29 games, but really hit quite well. And then was promoted to triple A and had 16 plate appearances in AAA before the end of the season. So having guys like this close to the major leagues just gets me excited, and I can't wait to see these guys in the major leagues. I wanted to pass along those rankings. We're going to see more. I think uh, MLB Pipeline, which is courtesy of like MLB.com, is going to have their top 100 list coming out later this week. So we will certainly talk about that. But my whole shtick about how it's just hard to predict prospect performance we can look at top 10s and see how there's a high rate of not even having success in the top 10, let alone the top 100. And then looking at guys who weren't even ranked, who went on to be very good players like Logan Webb. And yeah, that's just kind of the way I see it. So anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. Helps me out a lot. So thank you in advance, and thanks to everyone who's done so already. Can't wait to be with you again two more times this week. Hall of Fame stuff happening today. We'll discuss any relevant Hall of Fame stuff as it pertains to the Giants. Jeff Kent in his final year of eligibility. Zips projections coming up for the Giants later at some point this week as well. So a lot more to get into this week. So I'll see you again a couple more times. Thanks again for listening today. You are now Locked on Giants. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.